Hello, welcome to an all new Marvel Cast Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel. A place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers and Defenders to Jarvis and Marvel. My name's Ashley Hobbley, you're definitely 100% totally human podcast host. Join me today on Secure Margin. Is this the point of the show where we ask if, like, the screenplay for this show is written by AI and not just the, the intro sequence? Possibly. Uh, it could Do you be. think it was written by AI? I don't know. This shit was all over the place this week. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, so again, we're talking about the latest episode of Secret Invasion. Episode 3, Betrayed. Uh, directed by Ali Salim. Uh, written by Roxanne Paredes and Brian Tucker. Viran covers a rebel scroll plot. Love these descriptions. Very descriptive. <laughs> Kieran, what did you think of this week's episode of Secret Invasion? Uh, this... Uh, <laughs> This episode was all over the place. I don't know. It, it, it felt like it felt like it got to a, almost an interesting point at the end of last episode, and then the start of this episode, it felt like it needed to put the spaghetti that it dropped on the floor back into the pot as quickly as possible, and kind of undo like <laughs> a good percentage of like the last portion of last episode. Or maybe even most of what we worked through last episode, because Nick was at his house with his wife for all of five minutes, and they had a semi conversation, and then all of a sudden, without him really learning anything or showing any difference, he's back at it again in the pub with Talos. Um, like the the so like. The, the, I guess the two major plots in this one. Well, you've got the interest. The only interesting point is is Nick Fury. The, pretty much this discussion between Nick Fury and his wife at the start and the flashback leading to it. Mm, yeah, that was the only interesting part, and in the um, uh, the the kind of alluding to the fact that she might be working for Gra- for Gravik or she might be on Gravik's side, or or there was some kind of she is leaning towards that or over the years she has because Nick fucking fucked off and went to space she has gone back towards kind of being scroll, scroll favoured and yep. maybe falling in with Gravik but then pretty much everything about Nick and Talos this episode fucking confused the shit out of me because I felt like I, once again I just keep feeling like I get I, I, getting, I am getting whiplash from Nick Fury's character. For the point like like especially that bar scene when Nick when he apologizes or when he says Talos I need you or whatever that stupid line was. I was waiting for like Talos to grab like a beer bottle, smash it on the fucking te- bar and stab him and be like you're not Nick. Nick would never say that. You're a fucking scroll trying to pretend to be Nick and put me into a trap. Like that's what I was honestly waiting for. <laughs> And then it just kept going, and he, they're like, oh, no, actually, he's using the car that Nick's been using, so I guess it must be Nick, but but then it's just, uh, I don't know, there's, there's, there's something about the interactions between Talos and Nick that I just find so jarring in these episodes, and especially this episode, where I'm kind of uh, very confused, and then it's also at the same time, there's this, yeah, jarring conversational interaction between those two that is wrapped around the most cookie cutter of betrayal plots that you possibly could have like like 
if you said the word portrayal right, I reckon there'd be a high percentage of people could predict the base storyline of this was that, and who had already watched it, was that the daughter was going to get set up to drop some fake information, to drop some information to Talos, so Gravik can prove that she is the fucking mole, and it's going to be a setup the entire time. And guess what? That is exactly what fucking happened. Like <laughs> it, it is like that is a hundred percent exactly what fucking happened. The only thing that I even found semi interesting, like, and this was in like a fucking two minute scene at the start of the episode. I started headcanoning and trying to improve the plot in my head. What if the new, um, this random new introductee um, scroll character that's like being part of it and like doing like was part of the mission on the sub and everything. What if that is Nick Fury's son? Could be. I don't. And they have like they, they, no, but what if he's like a half scroll, half human, kind of hybrid son? And because if we've never seen the scroll version of him, we've only seen last him- week. You didn't want it, you know, Nick on scroll making out. So now you want them to have well, spawning no, children. This is the thing, right? I'm doing whatever <laughs> I can to make this interesting. Um, I think it's interesting to to and. I, I think I listened to this a couple times to confirm it at the end of the episode that it was Rody on the phone. Um, I think I'm like ninety percent sure it was Rody on the phone too. Um, it could be. I'm like I, I, I didn't to, like I didn't listen. I listened like, to oh, it like okay. three or four times, but I'm but then I was confused why she was like I want to talk to Gravik, but it sounded like uh, Don Cheadle's voice. Unless Don Cheadle is a scroll. Is a scroll. Then that would be yes, exactly. That would explain right? a lot, right? That would explain a whole bunch if the, if Don Cheadle was a scroll, um, and then also Nick, and because there's also that point when Nick ran into the pub and was like, "Hey, Talos, I know there is a mole inside the U.S. government, and I know its identity," but then that kind of subplot completely disappeared. No, I think he that. just knew there was a plot that uh But how did he about know there the, was a plot? I think from memory it's when he stole his wife's phone. Like she but he was didn't on the phone steal to somebody. Phone. The phone just, well the phone was there on the counter. Looked at it. He looked at it. He it implies he it. totally based on the information we know after, he went through that phone. Ah, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. How how did you feel about this episode? Uh, I enjoyed moments. I I I didn't have a problem with Talos and uh, Nick Fury yeah, and okay. their relationship. Yeah. I feel like you know it's old bickering old friends. These guys have known each other for thirty plus years, uh, and and it's just one of those times they're having a, one of their little tiffs, you know, little rough patch in their relationship. Um, you know, really, if he if if you hadn't told me he, Nick Fury was married last week, I would tell you he's married to Talos because it seems like they're a bickering old married couple. Uh, this episode, uh, he's telling her all the telling Talos is telling him all the things he's done over the years that he never appreciates, and he doesn't need to say thank you, but uh, you know, just to be appreciated and uh, not thought of as uh, the person he's cleaning up the mess of. Um, I thought that was all really fun. Um, 
and then but then it's over the top of this like pretty basic mission of stopping a massive nuclear warhead from taking out a United Nations plane. Can can I ask a dumb question, right? Sure. Why did they need the scrolls on the sub? To make sure the job gets <laughs> I don't know. But they couldn't even make I sure didn't the even job know, got done. I don't even know was it to they was this were there scrolls on the ship? Because yeah yeah because the the in that opening scene where they got like the there's the I guess the more high military leader of the scroll, potential Nick Fury's son, and one of the other scrolls, when they look at the when they look at the folder, the old man who is the one trying to tell the captain, hey, this is your duty, you have to do this, is one of those scrolls that they is one of those people that they have to turn into. And that's why when it aborted and the guy went to pull the key out, the other one tried to, like, jam the key in and turn it before he got the chance to abort. Yeah, okay. Which is, So that was cool. But then I was confused. I'm like, okay, so why are they scrolls? What's the point of them scrolls if the the person commanding this thing to happen is already a scroll? Well, it was to be there in case it, things went wrong. But things did know? go wrong, but they didn't do anything about it. Well, they clearly weren't good enough. He wasn't a good enough soldier, you know? You know who that guy probably was? It was the it was the new recruit, you know, trying to quickly. I no, I don't, I don't know. I feel like I feel like for me, just start plot. It just makes no sense. I mean, it's scrolls on that yeah, submarine. You know, it made sense in the you know to have scrolls there. <laughs> Did it though? Okay, scrolls because scrolls can be anywhere, to, Kieran. Yeah, but anywhere the, the scrolls don't have to be there if the person controlling the ship is like a scroll already. No, but he's had all that time talking him into doing it, you know? No, 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 but, like, he didn't need to talk him into doing it because he should have just done it, right? No, I but guess, he was having but... second thoughts, you know? Yeah, but, like... <sighs> yeah. Just safe, double, the uh, the just a safety but... guard, so which also your... didn't work, so, yeah. What was your drawbacks for this episode? Because you were, you liked moments. Was it just uh, the cookie cutter? I mean, it was, yeah, the cookie cutter thing, and then... The ending. It's like, mm-hmm. okay. Where do we go from here? <laughs> seems a bit of a... Seems a bit weird that we've ended two episodes with de- also, deaths of reasonably big actors in this franchise. It, it, it's also, like, tropes of... This trope of people storing a gun inside of a safety deposit box in what looks to be a very fancy bank is real fucking stupid to me. Like, um, unless there is something else in that safety deposit box, but she could there was nothing else she showed, she mm. just pulled out a fucking gun. Unless there's something super special about that gun, it's a kryptonite fucking launcher or some shit. I was like... like you it's could've... got Nick Fury's fingerprints on it. Or something like that. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll just quickly run through the episode. We sure. open, of course, with... Uh, like you said, we've got the... The Skrulls join the Navy, you know, classic. Uh, but Gravik is explaining to the Skrull council members that they're building Super Skrulls. Skrulls are going to have more powers than just shape-shifting. Uh, so, yes, it's kind of... Uh, Skrulls, they're getting the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah. It, well, it's it's they're getting extremists. Yeah. 
as we saw from him getting stabbed later on, and he got the ex- extremist glow of healing. It's, it's yeah, yeah. We we really are building back to Iron Man three being an important movie in this. Uh, I feel like that's been oh, the whole finally. point of the MCU is to retroactively like, make make, things more important. make Iron Man three more important specifically. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we do get a flashback to nineteen ninety eight. Uh, New York City, uh, Fury is trying to get the information. Apparently, he's, uh, so Scylla, uh, Nick Fury's wife, uh, is giving information for Drakov's men. Uh, and reading from this, Drake in Black Widow, Drakov is the center of operation that Hawkeye and Natasha talked about in Avengers, the one in Budapest. So that's a nice little callback. Uh, but yeah, there, we get to see some of Nick Fury's moves. He comes in Dude. and says, hey, you got a pretty face. <laughs> I will say, right, it's almost frustrating that the chemistry in this scene alone is off the fucking charts and is really fucking good. And I'm like, bro, I could have just watched a flashback a series of these two. And like they're budding around. There's still time. There's still three episodes. There's still three episodes. But it's it's frustrating when I compare it to some of the other stuff in this episode. It's just ugh. Uh, they do cut forward to present day and uh, Scylla and Fury are talking uh, and she points out, hey, it's kind of weird that, you know, you, I mourned you when you blipped away uh, when Thanos snapped, uh, cried, and then you came back and then you're like, peace out, and then you left again. She's like, no, that was the turning point. You know? It, it's very messed up that Nick Fury did just leave the planet when yeah. he is married. Yeah. And I feel like the sooner we get the explanation as to why he left the planet, the better. Very. I think this is all, I don't know, this is all just, I feel like maybe I will hate this current version of Nick Fury less once there is some context, like once there is more. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know how much context anybody could give that will make me. explanation. Give me an explanation or will make me retroactively be okay with just the deterioration of Nick Fury as a character and just how kind of off the wall and almost a bit deranged he is in this series compared to his, you know, the the Nick Fury we've known for the better part of a fucking, for over a decade. Alright. Uh... So yeah, uh, what do we got? Gravik inter- interrogates Gaia. Uh, thinks she's the she's the one who told Bro told the cops about where Brogan was, um, or where you know Gravik was, or something. Whatever. More importantly, they, he goes to a London museum and hangs out with goes to meet with uh, Talos. That was a cool scene. I like that whole entire sequence. Uh, um, it actually made uh, Gravik like a threatening person. It also showed his op- opposition to Talos and. Uh, he just came yes. off really cool. A charismatic uh, leaderish. I liked him in the sit-down scene in the cafe. I wish they hadn't blown their load by showing everybody turn into a scroll in, in a trailer. Because I think that scene would have been even cooler if they hadn't. But also the only thing that I thought was really fucking weird, but then I guess when you have the reveal that everybody's a scroll, it kind of retroactively doesn't matter. Is just him semi shouting about Killing Capitalist and pigs. blood <laughs> and 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 soldiers and yeah. leaders and all that stuff. Like when he's like semi shouting that stuff at the start at the start of the interaction, I was like, "Bro, you just like yelling in the middle of a museum. Somebody's gonna fucking like, yeah. what the fuck." 
interestingly, Talos puts a knife through Gravik's hands and he manages to heal himself. Uh, extremist? Has he already gone he... out of the super, super soldier? Yes, so he's already experience. he's he's already got extremists. Super scrolls, yes. Yeah. Uh, so and then a if, random if, per. <laughs> if he ends up exploding, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Uh, so then we get a random person uh, handing uh, Talos a phone, and then we I just happen to see guys standing by the car. Well, yes, <laughs> yes. It's then I thought that scene was very. Like the handoff between Gaia and Talos, I was like, okay, that's that's that is what it is. When <laughs> when it was like the the choppy scene in the end, where it's kind of like block him off, and then there's like the vans randomly pulled there, and Gravik kind of either like taps the side of the van or looks like he goes to open the door at one point, and then walks around it. I'm like, okay, either at some point later we're gonna have like a Ocean's Eleven style. Hey, this is what really happened at this moment we see this from a different angle or it's it i guess afterwards i was like oh no that's just all covering up for her getting back to the car in time after changing into the old man i guess yeah uh so yeah he get so this is what happens so uh <laughs> guy gives uh talos the information about the submarine that he she heard about entered into the phone gave that to Talos, and that's why they were able to track down the Neptune thing. He does come to the bar, or the pub, whatever, uh, to ask him to help find somebody higher up in the US government. According to the article I'm reading, it is Rhodey. It is Rhodey, yeah. last episode, Rhodey called Nicholas Fury, Nick Fury, Nick. And nobody right. calls Nick, Nick. Right, okay. So, it, that might, you know, it's awfully suspicious, but yes, yes. it seems like okay. Rhodey is a scroll. Is this uh, okay? Uh, also, <laughs> it's like, kind of funny Nick- that like the only m- other major MCU person that's shown up in this show that hasn't been killed off yet, also a scroll. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it could be anybody. Even your favorites could be the scroll. Yeah, we don't know how long he's been a scroll for. Um, also, Nick Fury just completely shitting on an English breakfast. What's up yeah, with that? I was a bit. Uh, not two things, right? One, fuck you, Nick Fury. English breakfast, is <laughs> breakfast of champions. Two, I feel like his comments are appropriate when the the way Talos ate that. I think it was a bit of like tomato. Like, tomato. The way he ate that chunk of tomato and then was kind of dealing with it throughout the scene. Made me uncomfortable <laughs> because I was like, "You're a monster for eating it like this. Who the fuck eats like just that much tomato in one bite?" And then scrolls sure, are weird. They fucking <laughs> yes, they are. But English breakfast is top shit. Okay. Uh, then we do get the long. Oh no, uh, Nick calls. Uh, who is this? Olivia Coleman's character. You know, she's right. upset that you know. This is like the best part of this episode. This interaction, best. Like I think anything. You know what? She has stolen the show in all in, in all three episodes yeah. so far for me. She is. We already know Olivia that she's amazing. Yes. Um, but that whole interaction and having a little eye patch for the owl, <laughs> I was all about. Instead of I, just getting rid of the <laughs> the bug, 
<laughs> Such a great scene. Yeah, Olivia Coleman is like, yeah. She's clearly the highlight of the show so far. Uh, but yeah, she point, pinpoint, points them in the direction of uh, Commodore Robert Fairbanks, or Bob as we call him for the rest of this episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, the whole discussion that Talos has about Nick Fury not ascending the ladder without the help of the Skrulls does is this series kind of diminishing the legend of Nick Fury when it's like oh he just had people helping him the entire time I think yes and no because I think until Captain Marvel everything Nick Fury did was still Nick Fury, right? Like, everything... Like, him having scrolls there or not doesn't change anything. But at the same time... I don't think... Yeah, I don't know. This is the thing, right? Is this show just ruining Nick Fury for me? And I almost think the answer is yes so far. <laughs> like, I almost yeah. think he he is... It is being ruining Nick Fury. And like... like I don't like it was even to the point I remember sitting through Far From Home and I remember sitting through the whole movie and being like Nick Fury's fucking weird in this movie there is something mm-hmm. weird in this movie and, so, and then it has the reveal that he is not Nick Fury he has been Talos yeah. the entire time and then you oh this makes sense I have that feeling again and it's even worse this time during this series but I'll be annoyed if they go oh lol he was a scroll the entire time no, again no. He's just gone through a traumatic experience, Kerry. But I just... Uh, I don't... He's called post-blip traumatic stress disorder. I guess. But he was um, fine the last time we saw him. It's kind of... Also, I just thought, it's funny, like, you know when he does the big uh, fake his death thing in Winter Soldier? Mm-hmm. Probably Skrulls helping him the entire time. All those doctors in that room? Skrulls. Didn't trust just, anybody in Shields. Secret unit. I guess. I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. It just, <laughs> I don't want. I don't want all of MCU history to to be retroactively. Oh, there were scrolls everywhere the whole time. By the way. Yeah. There were yeah. scrolls everywhere. Even before we uh, found out that Coulson was a scroll. No. <laughs> he died. So. Yeah, that's true. His body would have turned green. Uh, yeah, so they break into Bob's house. Talos pretends to be Bob, but that doesn't work out too well. Uh, you know, they get Bob, they kill Bob because he wouldn't talk. Uh, and they end up, end up having to call Asgaya to get the memory stuff out of the machines that they've got flipping the actual person to get the codes to stop the, stop the bombing. Uh, guy tries to escape, but is stopped by Gravik and then is shot. Is this the end? Of, do we think Gaia is actually dead? Um, she has already taken the extremist formula. That's a good. I hadn't thought of that. No, you know? she's already done. The... She like she like last episode. She accidentally she was standing too close to it. She I don't think she's the... standing too close. I think she has like done it to herself or something. Done it to herself at some point. Like maybe she's figured mm. out how to do it to herself while nobody's been around or something. Yeah. And she's done it to herself. Is is my is my call. But the only other thing is we know that when 
gr- when Talos killed the other scroll with the instant shot with like the this it was almost like it shot the other scroll in the yep. heart was on the opposite side of the body. So Talos mm. shot to the left side of the body and it died where um where Gaia got shot was on the right side of her body. Uh, so it could be non-fatal or the other way around but it could be non-fatal like that's the thing it's either non-fatal or we don't know scroll yeah anatomy yeah but you would think that gravic would know scroll biology or he's just a bit of an egotist which then it kind of undermines him as the villain a little bit if he just well she's in the middle of nowhere you know clearly he's never watched zombie land so he doesn't know about double tapping people but um yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty confident in my shout that she is somehow got extremist or has been super, super scrolled. Yep. All right, and then we, yes, we do end the episode with Skrilla, uh, Scylla, Skrilla, uh, getting Skrilla, Skrilla. the Skrilla. mom of Skrillex, <laughs> Skrilla retrieving contents of the safety deposit box inside is a gun. Uh, her phone rings. It is Rhodey's voice. And, uh, is her telling her where to meet. She wants to speak to Gravik, but he won't let her. Uh, so yeah, maybe they're, you know? Or, maybe right, let's, some... play, let's play some fucking 4D chess, right? Okay. At some point, Rhodey has been taken over by a scroll, but the real Rhodey has somehow escaped. Escaped and taken, and back, taken back over from the other <laughs> scroll. so now it's the real one. Man, that would be some... Hardcore a, shit, and I don't like, know. I I feel like somebody would have noticed that his pod or whatever is missing. Maybe, but you know, whatever. Fucking, also, I will say right. If this did, does turn out to be Rhodey, has turned into a scroll, it'll kind. Yeah. I will think that like, it will start me to think that Rhodey is the shittiest Avenger. <laughs> like, like he's uh, just. Yeah. My question, my question will then be: When did when did he get captured? Yeah, when did he get captured? And then it just eternally. It just, clearly has. It has to be after Civil War, right? Well, he's doing rehab. He can't move around real quick. Easily swapped maybe. out. But then people will be really angry because then that changes that moment in Infinity War when you know. Yeah, right. He's up, like you I know, just... he's up against Iron Man. So yeah, kind of hoping it's uh, more recent. Yeah, I don't know. It'll just yeah. F- so minute further is, Rhodey's shit. He's nothing without Tony. Well, he's just a man. He's just a sidekick. He is a sidekick. If this happens, yeah. If he's been a scroll, I'll just yeah. I'll be the in the anti, Rhodey Rhodey club. Yeah. Uh, any other final thoughts on this episode of um, Secret Invasion? I don't know. Look, I hope. I hope this is like a monster truck scene, right? Where the monster truck is jumped off a jump. And these three episodes of are of the monster truck going horribly wrong. Like it's doing fucking out of control flips. I I hope it like sticks the landing so people can applaud and be like, you know what? Good job. You have you have saved what could have been a terrible situation. But I, I don't I don't have much hope for this series. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like they'll have a really good last two episodes and then we're like, oh, what? 
you know, cut who, who who said there were any problems? You know, there's three. Or be pleasy. There's three episodes left. There's three episodes left. So we've got another shit episode to go, and then two good ones. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let us know what you thought of this week's uh, episode of Secret Invasion by going to explosion.com/slash Twitter for as long as Twitter is still working, uh, and explosion.com/slash Discord if it's not working, or if you prefer Discord. Uh, if you want to help us out here at All New Marvelcast, leave us a review on our podcast or on Podchaser. Tell people about the show. Leave us five stars. And you can leave five stars. And if you've enjoyed this episode, thought it was worth a dollar, head on over to our page at explosion.com slash support. Make sure you watch next week's episode of Secret Invasion and join us next time for another All New Marvelcast. Cast.